everybody, Marcus Giuliano here, your host of In the Weeds, Real Tales from Real Restaurateurs. And I have Bill joining me today. Hello, Bill. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Bill, where are you joining us from? Uh, uh, Bill Tobin at Tiki's Grill and Bar in Honolulu, Hawaii. We are a, uh, I'm the uh, uh, co-founder and managing partner of Tiki's. We are a high volume uh, destination restaurant across the street from Waikiki Beach, um, busy every day of the year. Be busy, love it, busy every day of the year. Love it, Lo love to hear restaurateurs that are crushing it. So um, now you always weren't in the restaurant business. How did you get into the restaurant business? We're just starting, how'd this, how'd this happen? How, how did your love affair for restaurants happen? It's really kind of funny, I was in the uh, US Army and I, uh, I had a regular job and when I, on the weekends, I went to this redneck rock and roll bar and the owner said to me, hey, if you're coming here every weekend, why don't you stand at the door and check IDs for me? Then uh, I did, I said, okay, that sounds fun. I make a little extra income. Uh, one day the bar back didn't show up. He said, hey, can you jump behind the bar and wash glasses for me? I said, okay. Then uh, a few weeks later, one of the bartenders didn't show up and he said, hey, can you bartend for me? And I said, I don't know how to bartend. And he said, well, what's in a rum and coke? And I said, rum and coke. And he said, you're hired. And it's been a love affair since then. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> what's in a rum and coke? Love it. Great interview. <laughs> All right. So love affair ever since then. So how long has the restaurant been open? So we've been open uh, 17 years. It'll be 18 in October. Uh, same as you. Uh, it's fun. We had our challenges, of course, like every restaurant when we opened, but, uh, we did open busier than we expected, and, and a lot of the things were just uh, trying to get over, uh, uh, you don't know what you don't know, and everybody thinks that they know how to run a restaurant until they actually open one. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. And even people still don't learn after they've been in it for many years. Oh, so. <laughs> ditto that, ditto that. <laughs> Which is why I wrote the book, 50 Mistakes That Restaurant Owners Make. And uh, I handed it to a friend one time who has a lot of restaurants, and he goes, Marcus, only 50 because I can write it with 250 mistakes. And I said, yeah, you're right. I have, but I had to stop somewhere. Maybe I'll have some sequels come out on the book. <laughs> so um, how, how do you handle mistakes? How, how do you handle, handle failures in, uh, in, in the industry? Well, you know, that's one of the great things about this industry is we are, um, uh, we're in the people business. And when you focus on your mistakes, you, you own it, you apologize, and you make it right. And so I think the guest appreciates when you do that. And if you, as long as you are there to say, hey, um, this, this isn't right, I'm gonna make it right for you, then uh, the guest appreciates it and are more likely to return because you've uh, owned up, you stood, you backed yourself and said, hey, my integrity is important and I want you as a customer for a long time. That is so crucial. Thank you for mentioning this. So many restaurant owners are like, I'm not giving that person anything for free. They're taking advantage of me. They're wrong. And then all of a sudden they get a one-star review on Yelp and then they play the blame game again. Well, Yelp sucks. <laughs> You're just taking responsibility for the first time that you might be wrong and that let's make the guess right. You wouldn't be down that road. Um, very, 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 very awesome advice. Very crucial advice. And let's face it, the guess always isn't right. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I, I don't tell them they're not right to their you face. Can't. Yeah, you, you can't, can't, you can't, but it's, it's, we're in the people business. We're there yeah. to make people happy no matter what. And it, it does suck when, when we know the guest is totally wrong or they're totally taking advantage of to us. 
but you know, you just, you put kindness on them and you, and we have a, I know for me personally, we have a guarantee policy. You don't like my food. It's free or let me, I'll make it right. Or it's free one or the other. So, yeah. you know, don't, 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 uh, you know, restaurant owners that, that have this, 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 like, they act like, like every single thing is like going to like, like not charging somebody 10 or 15 bucks or 20 bucks is going to make or break their night. No. Well, I actually had a manager when I was a young manager and uh, a guest was complaining and I went to the side to him and I said, um, I think this guest is just trying to get over it. They're, they're trying to take advantage of us. And he said, who cares? He says, they're, they're, that's, that's one in 20 of your guests that will do that. And you want to make sure that you take care of everybody and don't just, just take care of it and be gone with them. The next guest, you want to take care of them and don't get jaded on it. Love that advice. Love that advice. Um, now you work for hard rock as well, correct? Yep. I was, uh, that's where I cut my teeth. I went through the manager training program with hard rock and, uh, really learned a lot, had some great leaders and, uh, um, took that with me. I, as a matter of fact, even today, I think of some of the leaders that I had and I try to emulate them when I am dealing with guests or dealing with employees. Now you have a general manager, you have an executive chef. What is your role in your restaurant? What, what is, what is, what is, what is your job description look like? Um, I'm, I see myself as the visionary. I, I'm the guy who picks the point on the horizon and say, this is where we're headed and uh, really try and direct the boat, keep the culture intact. I, there was, when we first opened, I was the general manager and I was there every day and I was spending 12, 14 hours there. Uh, had a young, young child at home with my wife and was neglecting them. But it actually, it actually happened. Uh, my, uh, unfortunately, my mother got sick and I was traveling to go visit her. So I couldn't be in the restaurant every day. And I realized that I could actually affect the restaurant more and work on the business, not in the business by not being on the floor at the host stand every day, by, by taking a step back and saying, hey, this needs fixed, helping with the direction of the restaurant, it actually became much more effective. And, and by, by stepping away and working on the restaurant instead of in the restaurant, we were able to double sales in uh, just a few years. That is amazing, doubling sales. So you basically shifted, shifted your job description to the visionary. Um, so we all know the saying, it's better to work on your business than in your business. A uh, lot of small restaurateurs are thinking, well, gee, I just can't afford to do this. Any advice to those people uh, that, 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 that think like, well, I have to be the general manager or I have to be the chef and I have to be the one in the kitchen. If, if I'm not in the kitchen, the kitchen's not running and the doors aren't open. I can't take a vacation. Um, any advice to those people? Um, when you say that you can't afford to hire somebody else, I say you can't afford not to because really being able to step back and focus on your business and not stand and make every plate every day, but focus on your business and work to um, um, work to market, work to say this is this is where the restaurant's going and, and taking the time to direct and talk to your people individually instead of doing jobs in your restaurant is so, so important. Absolutely. So you had mentioned uh, that from Hard Rock before we started the interview that Hard Rock had a, had a guideline or philosophy on 
leaving the restaurant and how long the restaurant should be able to operate without, without. So, so, so when I was a young manager with Hard Rock, they actually said that uh, if you can't leave the restaurant for one week um, and it, it, if you're worried about leaving for one week and you're thinking it's going to fail because you're not there, then you're not managing your restaurant well. You should be able to step away from the restaurant for at least a week and all the systems in place should, should manage themselves. The people should, of course you have other managers, but it should be able to step away so that everything is still functioning without your presence. Love that. I would, I would take a good system over a good leader any day. Yeah, leaders should sure. be replaced. Good systems are just so valuable. Excellent. So, um, your restaurant, largest largest volume independent restaurant out there uh, in that part of Hawaii, um, that must feel good. Yeah, we really we feel pretty lucky that there there are there are hotel restaurants, there's some chain restaurants, and and um, but we are um, the largest independent restaurant in Waikiki, the highest volume independent restaurant in Waikiki. So have you thought about expanding new, another location, second location? Has that ever crossed your mind? Yeah. So I actually did open a second restaurant in Waikiki in uh, 2007. And actually, uh, this goes to your question, what's your biggest failure? I actually opened a second restaurant. And um, I, gu I guess the, the, the failure in that was that I didn't listen to the people around me. There were lots of people who said, Hey, is this the right location? Are you doing the right thing? But also, um, we were undercapitalized. I, I, I was trying to do too many things. Um, again, working in the restaurant instead of working on it. And then, um, what what really had it's kind of it's kind of funny. We closed down right at the beginning of the um, the recession, and everybody said, "Wow, how did you see that cup?" And that was such a smart move. But the truth of it is. We were, we, we were running out of money and I wasn't going to be able to pay the employees if I stayed open much longer. And I, I, the employees were the most important part to me. I need to have money in the bank to cover those paychecks. And then I said, okay, um, this isn't going to work out. And I, I, sell, I, I, did, I settled out with the landlord to let me out of the lease and we were gone and they released it to another, another tenant who uh, has struggled there since. It was just a bad location. All right, excellent. So... Um, you learn from that. So some valuable lessons you've taught us here, uh, really valuable lessons, some great mentality though, because the stuff, the stuff, stuff you're telling us about this whole thing about, um, you know, not being able not working in your business is so, so valuable to be the visionary. I, I like when I asked you your job description, you said the visionary, that's beautiful. I think every owner, that should be the first thing on their, their job description. If you owners, if you don't have a job description, write a job description down for you and make sure your staff knows your job description because they need to know what, what our role is. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of that because they, they, sometimes staff gets confused and they think, you know, well, Marcus is here. Why isn't he doing this? No, Marcus has been here since 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. and Marcus has already done X, Y, and Z. <laughs> uh, Mark, so you, you made me think of one other thing. I, for probably the last 10 years, uh, on job description, I, um, I put on my business card custodian. And um, I, I, it's, I, I don't mean custodian in the way of mopping floors and cleaning toilets, even though, you know, as a business owner, we all do that. And I, I'm not above doing any of those jobs. But when I think of custodian, we're the custodian of people's special moments, whether it be somebody uh, 
uh, on a first day or anniversary dinner, birthday, just meeting group of friends. These are people's special moments when they come into our restaurant. And as restaurateurs, we're the custodian of the memories and their special moments. I love that. I totally love that interpretation. Love it, love it, love it. All right, before we finish up, one piece of advice to a new restaurateur, somebody who is thinking about joining the industry um, or that they've just actually signed the lease, getting ready to open. I would say know your numbers, go know your numbers well, have a budget that you're strict to and understand that everything's gonna cost more than you expect. Um, I, I, I can't tell you how many restaurants open up without, uh, without enough money or they spend, their, they spend what they've saved up to open the restaurant on all the wrong things. I would not, I, I, can, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you, 100%, great, know your numbers. I think at any stage of the game, you need to know your numbers every single week, every single month, every food costs, inventory, reports, sales reports, all these kind of things. Most people just overlook this. And this is the part of the visionary part. Like the owner should be the one running all these reports, not there chopping carrots and making soup yeah, and, yeah. and work, working the podium. Yeah. You should be at a computer knowing that, hey, Meatloaf sales are sluggish. And first of all, we're running 34% on meatloaf and it shouldn't even be on our menu to begin with. <laughs> well said, well said. <laughs> all right, Bill, thank you very much for joining. I appreciate it. Um, lots of valuable information and congratulations on your success. It's always wonderful to talk to people who are live, 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 living the dream, um, having the cake and eating it too. And congratulations on your success. Your website looks fantastic. Um, if I ever get to Hawaii, when I get to Hawaii, when I get to Hawaii, I'm definitely going to come visit you, uh, without a doubt. Tell people how they can find you again. Um, you can find Tiki's Grill and Bar on the web at tikisgrill.com, or you can find me at LinkedIn, uh, Bill Tobin, just do a Bill Tobin Hawaii and your Tiki's Grill and Bar will pop up as well. And you can find me easy. Uh, if you do come to Hawaii, please reach out. I'd love to, uh, Make sure you're going to all the right places and having a great time. And I look forward to talking to you again, Marcus. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Excellent. Mm -hmm.